Section 23 of The Children's Wonder Book. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Children's Wonder Book, Chapter 23 Wishing, a comedy by William Grant. Characters Prince Felix, read by J. Paul 90. Alfred, read by Larry Wilson. Princess Pearl read by t j burns rosetta read by linda marie nielsen fairy read by diane alaelima and narrated by marianne costumes pearl white frock white stockings and shoes pearl circlet in hair rosetta white muslin chemisette with full sleeves to elbow red skirt black velvet swiss bodice red silk handkerchief knotted on her head bead necklace black stockings and shoes she carries a basket with three toys in it the sweetmeats are concealed in the back by means of a slip of paper pasted within the cover felix blue fancy suit alfred yellow and white fairy dolly varden suit with peaked hat and long staff or the regular fairy costume white dress wand and all scene interior of a summer-house in the royal children's pleasure garden three little chairs rustic table to the left of stage some pots of flowers door to left door to right pearl and felix discovered pearl seated to left of stage felix beside her leaning on rustic table window to right of stage felix well i wish something would happen we shall have breakfast directly i meant something new go without breakfast then that would be new if i went without breakfast it wouldn't be something new happening it would be something old not happening how clever you are this morning i object to a clever girl especially when i am hungry rising and i object to a rude boy especially if he's my brother goes to window and stands looking out with her back to felix after a moment felix follows her pearly pearl takes no notice felix touches her on the arm pearly pearl looks round i say i didn't mean to be rude turns round and takes his arm and i didn't mean to be clever they walk down stage it was an accident Alfred comes in at left-hand door with light breakfast for two on tray. Good morning, Alfred. Good morning, Princess. He places tray on table and sets two chairs. Summer's come. Who? The prince and princess sit down at table. Alfred behind Pearl's chair. Summer, Princess, summer. That's nothing. Summer always comes. The prince and princess begin breakfast to alfred is my king papa going to review the troops today? no prince his majesty has a cold oh dear and we were to ride with him on our ponies can't he make the doctors cure his cold before twelve o'clock prince well why not if they all united together flings herself back in her chair it's too bad that review was all i had left to live for this morning 
I don't see what the sun wants to shine for now. And Alfred, I wish the bees would put a different taste in the honey. Alfred hands jam. Try some strawberry jam, princess. <sighs> no, thank you. Give me an apple. Alfred hands plate of apples. Pearl takes one. She turns it round in her hand and looks at it doubtfully. I wish it were a pear. Are there any pears? No, princess, the last are gone. Standing up, playing with apple. There's too much in an apple. Have you noticed that, Alfred? No, princess, I never think there's too much, not even in three or four apples. Why don't you sit down, Pearl? Laying apple on table. I have finished. She walks to window. How beautiful the sky looks. It's a pity we live such a long way off from the sky, isn't it, Felix? Felix still at breakfast. Oh, I don't know. I'm all right. I wish we were birds. Nonsense. Ah! What's the matter? A girl. A strange girl. She came in at the little wicket gate, and she's walking this way. Come and look at her, Felix. No, thank you. I wish you weren't so apathetic. Apathetic? What's that? Why, not taking an interest in interesting things. Men are often apathetic. My queen mamma said so. Alfred. Yes, princess. Go and ask the girl her name, and where she came from, and where she's going to, and what she's doing, and why she's doing it, and whether... Interrupting. Please, princess, can I come back for the rest? Never mind the rest. She'll be gone. Fly. Alfred goes out at left-hand door. Felix gets up and joins Pearl in looking through the window. To Felix. Isn't she pretty? Not bad. I wish I could be dressed like that. How she smiles. Here comes Alfred. Alfred comes in at left-hand door. If you please. Princess, her name's Rosetta, and she comes from the last place she was in, and she's going to the next place she can find, and she's selling toys, and she does it to earn a living. To Felix. We'll buy toys. To Alfred. Tell her to come here at once. Alfred goes out at left-hand door. Pearl's manner becomes more lively. This is almost an incident, Felix. They place two chairs to right of stage. Pearl sits. To Felix. Sit down. Felix sits. Look dignified. I can't. I haven't any pocket money. I'll lend you some. Takes out purse and puts a silver coin into Felix's hand. Alfred comes in at left-hand door and removes a little table to back of stage. He is followed by Rosetta. Graciously. Good morning, Rosetta. Curtsying. Good morning, princess. Good morning, prince. So you're selling toys? Yes, princess, but I have only three left. Shows toys. A ring, a looking-glass, and a book. We'll buy them all. My king papa says it is the duty of the royal family to encourage trade. Thank you, princess. Pearl takes three toys. She and Felix pay Rosetta. Pearl turns the toys over in her lap. Alfred, you shall have the looking-glass, because you arrange your own hair, you know, in the morning. Gives Alfred looking-glass. I will have the ring, 
because it fits me. Puts ring on her finger. And Felix? You should have the book. Because... Because... Books sometimes do people good. Gives Felix book. Felix, sulkily and rising. Not such little books as this. It's a beautiful book. All fairies. Fairies? How jolly! Fairies? Who cares for fairies? Oh, hush! They are my friends. What do you mean, Rosetta? I mustn't talk about them. They don't like it. Goes toward left-hand door. Goodbye, princess. Goodbye, prince. Wait a minute, Rosetta. Rosetta comes back. A pause. Pearl seated, Rosetta standing to face her. Felix and Alfred standing by Pearl's chair. Pearl next to audience. Felix leaning on Alfred's shoulder. Pearl solemnly. Do you mean to say that you believe in fairies? Of course. Dear me. She ought to be put in a museum. She'd look very pretty in a glass case. Be quiet, boys. Felix and Alfred run out of left-hand door, laughing. Now, Rosetta, were you ever at school? No, princess. Then you don't know anything. Yes, I do. Let me try you, Rosetta. How far is the sun from the earth? Just the proper distance. That's a baby's answer. Mention the names of three stars of the first magnitude. Who told you their names? My professor of astronomy. And who told him? Professors don't need telling. Neither do I. I call the stars by names, too. Then they are wrong. I don't see. Someone else made yours up. I make my own up. I'd rather. But you have no right to do it. I believe that for calling the stars out of their names you could be sent to prison. Rosetta gives a loud cry and runs to left-hand door. Felix and Alfred, entering, stop her. What's the matter? She wants me sent to prison. Don't be frightened. I'm the heir apparent and I wouldn't allow it. Oh, don't cry. Have an apple. Pearl, rising. You should not say I want you sent to prison, Rosetta. It's a story. On the contrary, I am very sorry for you, poor unenlightened little thing. Stamping. I am not poor, and I am not unenlightened, and I am not little, and I am not a thing. You must be poor or you wouldn't sell toys. You must be little, for you're not grown up. You must be unenlightened, because you believe in fairies. Fairy appears suddenly at left-hand door. Who says that? Felix, Alfred, and Pearl cling together in alarm. Rosetta runs to Fairy and stands beside her. Fairy next to audience. I said it. I said who cares for fairies? I said fairies are jolly. If you are going to change us into anything, angry fairy, please make it birds. I am not angry. On the contrary, I am very sorry for you, poor unenlightened little thing. To Rosetta. What would my little favorite like me to do? Dance. Dance for them to see. I only dance by moonlight. I wish we could get some moonlight. I have a Chinese lantern. The sun's as good as the moon, and better, too. Do you all wish it? 
together yes yes, yes. fairy advances to middle of stage and recites the following verse with slow movements of her wand felix alfred and pearl grouped together to her left rosetta to her right though tis day spirits play music sweet for fairy feet music begins softly rain around silver sound shed o'er mortal's floor music louder measures meet for fairy feet music and dance of fairy rosetta as the dance ends there to the other children triumphantly i learn dancing but i can't dance like that felix very politely we are extremely obliged to you do it over again no children know i must now seek my secret home but before i go i will leave with each one of you a token of my power to pearl you are fond of wishing give me your ring takes ring and touches it with wand wishes three lie in thee what can i have three wishes granted me out of my ring three receiving back ring thank you thank you thank you felix coming forward charm my book alfred coming forward charm my looking-glass fairy touching the book with the wand sweetmeats three be found in thee touching looking-glass pictures three show in thee turning to rosetta love and glee stay with thee fairy goes out at left-hand door kissing her hand to rosetta who returns the salute she's gone oh isn't she lovely did you ever see her before i mustn't tell to pearl who is standing apart with a thoughtful air what do you say now princess it just strikes me that my professor of psychology would say she was an illusion what is an illusion something you see when nothing is there can illusions talk i believe some of them can quite nicely can illusions give away sweetmeats please prince open your book felix opens book and takes sweetmeats from inside the cover here they are three to rosetta good for your fairy offers rosetta a sweetmeat no thank you prince i often get them do you really oh i wish interrupting take care princess why dear me yes of course i must take care turning ring round on her finger if the fairy was real my three wishes are real and i mustn't waste them on trifles i'll tell you what i'll do i'll wait till twelve o'clock when i shall see my king papa and queen mamma and ask them what they advise me to wish for people's parents have useful ideas sometimes if rosetta does not want a sweetmeat there's one all round felix gives pearl and alfred each a sweetmeat the three children eat them mine tastes of violets mine tastes of roses mine tastes of buttercups i wish mine did exclaiming it does strong one wish gone princess oh that's too bad that's too bad i never thought why didn't someone stop me walks away to back of stage sulking never mind princess you have two wishes left 
pearl crossly two isn't three draws chair to right-hand side of stage in corner and sits with her back turned to the others let us see a picture in your glass alfred you must choose what you'll see rosetta knows all about it to felix you choose first prince alfred holds up glass and stands facing felix and rosetta now then i choose the picture of whoever loves me best looking into glass and exclaiming oh oh my queen mamma alfred peeping round the glass her majesty has her best crown on pearl come directly come and see don't speak to me i mean to sit here and say nothing till twelve o'clock what a beautiful mamma you have prince of course i have you may kiss her before she goes rosetta kisses glass vanished felix to alfred now you choose rosetta holds glass up in front of alfred i choose a picture of myself killing a tiger how silly alfred looking into glass oh this is the best felix looking in glass what a glorious tiger rosetta looking in glass what a glorious boy felix to alfred you couldn't really kill a tiger perhaps i could if he were about my own age takes glass from rosetta now rosetta it's your turn to choose i choose a picture of the pleasantest place in the world looks in glass my mother's cottage there's baby playing on the doorstep there's my own sandy cat there's the cherry tree taking felix's hand and pointing in glass do you think it looks pleasant prince see the honeysuckle over the doorway only see felix looks in glass but i see our palace and bright garden alfred looks in glass and i see my father's castle with the hill behind it and the flag flying from the tower i see home children together we, we all see, see home. home music home sweet home or a verse of the song may be sung behind the scenes the three children stand in a group turned away from the audience as if listening to the strains music ceasing what was that fairies i can put the glass away now we've seen all three pictures lays glass down on table pearl turning round what is the time ten o'clock princess so early rises and comes forward oh dear i can't sit still for two hours let's play at something then i shall not be wishing may i play too of, of course. course what shall we play at telling stories who is to begin whoever laughs first the children stand round in a semicircle looking in one another's faces with forced gravity after a pause of a few seconds alfred laughs <laughs> i knew it would be alfred felix pearl and rosetta take chairs and sit to right side of stage alfred stands facing them there was once a giant who was so large he was too large for anything he was simply huge and enormous i just tell you if he was to lie down on the ground a cavalry army would have to ride some time before they could get all the way along him most fortunately he was not one of those man-eating giants which are so common but he had 
rather a good heart at last he died that's all how old was he when he died middle-aged it would have been more interesting if his heart had been bad when a giant has a good heart nothing comes of it had he a wife oh no he was too large there would not have been room in the house for her he might have taken a larger house he had the largest there was i don't mean to have a wife you must who a king must have a queen what a bore let's go on with the game rosetta next rosetta takes alfred's place alfred sits in rosetta's chair once there was a squirrel who used to be happy till she got discontented she said she ought to have had her choice in the beginning whether she would be a squirrel or not and she became so thin with fretting over this idea that at last you could not see her unless you looked quite close her friends left off visiting her because they thought she must be ill and they were afraid of catching it and altogether her life was dreary till one day a mole who had known her mother advised her to get into a better state of mind she did so and the consequence was that she recovered her former handsome appearance and again enjoyed pleasures she felt very grateful to the wise mole besides making him several expensive presents that's all that's a what you may call it story don't say what you may call it alfred so unrefined he means moral yes i mean moral my queen mamma says you can draw moral from everything if you wish to i would rather draw something else oh, i hate drawing look here rosetta what were the presents the squirrel gave the mole every single thing he was longing for do moles long yes why not then he was no more contented than the squirrel oh yes he was he longed but he didn't repine how you girls talk let us go on with the game you next pearl no you felix and rosetta change places mine is going to be poetry pause make haste i shan't poetry takes a long time to do does it why it's so difficult why is it difficult it's so beautiful here goes when the night comes it's very dark unless there's a moon do be quiet alfred that's the very thing i was going to say unless the moon shines and gives light in the park what park any park she sits up on high the moon doesn't sit she sits as much as she stands she sits up on high we love to see her beauty i say what rhymes with beauty duty what else nothing else well then she sits up on high we love to see her beauty let us follow her shining example and endeavour to do our duty that's all it's short it's long enough oh quite i'm ready now pearl and felix change places once there was a pretty little girl with golden hair which curled naturally 
but she was very stupid at history especially the histories of the greeks and romans this made her parents experience despair because they did not see what was to become of her when she got old they promised her an ivory brush and comb if she would improve but it did not avail anything so they sent her to school it was a large school and one day no policeman being near it caught fire that's the end of the first chapter i'll go on in a minute please alfred give me my handkerchief alfred fetches handkerchief from table and gives it to pearl pearl smells at handkerchief scented with lavender i wish it were musk rosetta just too late to stop her princess princess they all rise in excitement oh my wish my second wish stupid stupid handkerchief throws handkerchief on ground alfred picks it up and smells it it smells of musk like one o'clock rosetta and felix smell handkerchief well i declare pearl very plaintively only one wish left take it now princess so i will leans against table and looks down wish for a gun that will never miss wish for a horse that will never tire leave me by myself all of you i can't think comfortably while there's talking come along come outside and play hide and seek come alfred come rosetta felix alfred and rosetta run out of doors crying hide and seek hide and seek how difficult it is i might wish to grow up perfectly beautiful but my queen mamma says beauty is a secondary consideration i might wish to know everything but i believe i should get tired of not having any lessons i might wish to be a fairy but my king papa wouldn't like that felix comes in at left-hand door and crouches down by table close to pearl i might wish felix interrupting don't tell where i am pearl starts oh dear why couldn't you hide outside this is better i say pearl what do you think we just saw pearl is absorbed in thought and takes no notice of felix a fawn-coloured rabbit such a jolly little chap he came up and let rosetta stroke him only fancy right in our garden a fawn-coloured rabbit pearl pulls at her frock a fawn-coloured rabbit pearl very sharply i wish you were a fawn-coloured rabbit then you wouldn't come teasing me felix starts off through right-hand door pearl follows him stands at door for a moment as if rooted to the ground with hands clasped before her very loud felix he's changed he's changed runs off right-hand door rosetta and alfred come in at left-hand door i heard the prince call so did i he was here i know it look everywhere they hunt about he must have run out where's the princess hiding too perhaps i am tired sits so am i sits the sun is very hot oh, blazing if we stop here they'll come back of course let us play at something quiet twenty questions or being grown up yes alfred play we're both grown up and you come to pay me 
a morning visit. I have often seen gentlemen come to visit ladies, while I am showing my toys in their drawing-rooms. I know just what I should do. Go to the door. Alfred goes to the left-hand door. Rosetta moves her chair a little way and arranges herself primly on it. Here I am, sitting alone. Ah, me! I wonder if any one will call. Now then, Alfred. Alfred comes forward and makes a bow. Oh, good morning. Rosetta, very dignified. Good morning. How are you? Thank you. I have a little cold. How are you? Thank you. I have a little cold. You shouldn't say the same that I say, Alfred. Besides, gentlemen don't mention it when they are not well, unless they are likely to die. His Majesty mentions it a lot. He is not a gentleman. He is a king. Go on. Say you're quite well, thank you. I am quite well, thank you. Won't you sit down? Alfred sits. What beautiful seasonal weather. Yes, what beautiful seasonable weather. So bright. Yes, so bright. Do you fancy it will last? Yes, I fancy it will last. Now you must begin a fresh subject, Alfred. I don't know what to say. Anything will do. Anything pleasant. Isn't it a fine day? No, Alfred. We've done the weather. So we have. Pause. Do you like cranberry tarts? You forget, Alfred, that we are grown up. So we are. You might ask me if I sing. Uh, do you sing? Yes, a little. Pause. Now you might ask me if I will sing. Will you sing? I, I don't know. I don't think so. Alfred, cheerfully. All right. No, no, Alfred. You should say, do, please do. Ladies never sing the first moment they are asked. Is it likely? Do, please do. Well, I have a little cold. You remember, Alfred, I said I had a little cold. But I'll try. Rosetta sings two verses of a bright and familiar song. Anything pretty may be selected. Alfred, at the conclusion of Rosetta's song. Thank you. Thank you. Rosetta, encouragingly. That's quite nice. You are getting on. Look here. I quite love you. You are the nicest, prettiest girl in the world. Rosetta, crushingly. That's not a thing for a gentleman to say to a lady. Why? It would startle her too much. I say, Rosetta, this game is as hard as sums. Don't you like it? Then we'll leave off. Where can the prince and princess be? Gets up. I must go, but not without wishing them good-bye. Oh, say, Rosetta, hold on. Don't go off yet. Pearl comes in at right-hand door, crying. <laughs> What's the, the matter, matter princess? princess? They run to her and take her hands. Pearl, standing between them, center of stage. Felix! Felix! Is he hurt? Shall I call anybody? It's no good. I ran after him till he got to a little hole by the root of a tree. And then he went down it. He'll never come back. He's down that horrid hole. 
Rosetta, amazed. The prince went down a little hole? He isn't a prince now. He's a fawn-colored rabbit. Rosetta and Alfred start back. I wished him to be one. I did. But you weren't thinking. Oh, no. No. I wasn't thinking. And I haven't a wish left to get him back with. <laughs> Alfred to Rosetta. Could your fairy help us? She could, if she would. Eagerly. Rosetta! Rosetta! Is she very far off? Not too far to hear me call. Imploringly. Oh! Call her, then! From your leisure and your pleasure, your fair flowers and fairer hours, from your dreams by wondrous streams, which meander where you wander, from your dwelling, bright past telling, fairy hear me, oh, come near me. Fairy comes in at left-hand door, advances to front of stage and turns, facing right of stage. The three children opposite to her. Pearl sinks on one knee, very rapidly. Oh, fairy, bring him back, and I'll wish for nothing more. I'll never be cross again when he doesn't sympathize with me. He shan't sympathize with me, except when he wants to. I'll give him everything I possess, and put my arms round his neck and kiss him twenty times a day. Only perhaps he wouldn't like it. Boys seldom appreciate what one does for them. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Rosetta, can't you help me beg? Rosetta sinks on one knee. Dear fairy, bring back the prince. Alfred on one knee. Dear fairy, do. Be silent, children. The fairy traces a circle in center of stage with her wand, and placing herself within the circle, calls. Felix, Felix, Felix. Felix runs on by right-hand door. Pearl flies to him and embraces him. Oh, dear, dear Felix, let me look. Oh, he's all right. See, Alfred? See, Rosetta? There isn't a trace of fawn-colored rapidness about him. Don't stifle a fellow, Pearly. To Fairy. I am awfully glad to see you again. Won't you stop and be introduced to our royal parents? Our royal parents would love to see you. They could not see me. Why? They have disbelieved in the possibility of my existence too long. I'm sorry for that. I was thinking that if it's true that I must marry, it would be best fun to marry a fairy. Only I suppose it would be awkward to have a queen whom most people couldn't see. Besides, she has wings, and if she got vexed with you, she could fly away. If I were married and king of the whole land, and the person I married got vexed with me, I'd much rather she flew away. Don't talk like that, Alfred. You are only a little boy. And as you will never be king, you need not think about the future at all. Need he, fairy dear? Live happy, all four. To Pearl. Wish less, laugh more. To Rosetta. Often yet I'll be with you. Going to the door. Adieu, adieu, adieu. Rosetta, following her, turns round at the door and kisses her hand to the three children, saying in time to fill up the measure of the fairy's verse. 
adieu as she speaks the word she runs off following the fairy pearl between felix and alfred well boys something has happened curtain falls end of section twenty three